We are live, we are rolling. Hey yo, what's up everyone, what's going on? This is Dre E. This is the Minority Report, episode number nine. My co-host Sylvia here. Sylvia. What's good, mi gente? <laughs> what's good, mi gente? Whatever that is. Um, <laughs> what's going on everybody? Um, it's been a long day. So uh, we're just gonna get into the report today. Uh, episode number nine is uh, Get to Know Me Better. And um, we just figured we're nine episodes in. So for all of our old listeners and all of our new listeners, we could, um, you know, explain to you guys who we are, what we're about, where we come from. I'm going to be asking Sylvia some questions. Sylvia is going to be asking me some questions. You might find out, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are going to find out some things about us that you didn't know. Um, And for those of you who do know already, um, that's cool too. So... Like I said, we're going to get into it, uh, talk about a few things, um, and like I said, really get to know each other, all right? So, uh, Silva, how was your day today? It was good. It was really good. Was it good? How was yours? It was good, man. It was good. Um, it was good all the way through, honestly. Um, just the, just this whole podcast thing, the setup thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're learning and we're growing, just so you guys know, so. Just that shit wearing me out, Just yeah. be patient with us. <laughs> Yo, it's wearing me out. So hey, one day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time for sure. Um, so no, nah, but it's good. It was a good day. Um, all in all, uh, I worked out this morning. Um, what I do? I do like a 10, 10 mile bike ride um, through the trails. Um, came back, did an, a ran for about three miles. Uh, just get that knocked out the way, man, and um, cleaned up. You know, just just chilled. Um, See my brother last night. Uh, he's 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 home from Germany for a couple weeks, so it was good to you know see him. He came out to uh, see um, myself and a few of his Air Force friends. So that was cool. I met a lot of them. Um, they were cool. They were real cool, man. I uh, met a guy. You know his name is Jay. A real real good dude. Matter of fact, he, <laughs> he he's like a he's he, they're they're calm guys, tech guys, IT guys. Mm-hmm. So, and, and he's in the music and all of this equipment stuff too. So he told me anytime I uh, need his help to hit him up. And I told him, I said, shit, man, you're going to get rid of my number because I'm going to be hitting you up often. So, um, but it was good, man. It was good to connect with uh, my brother, of course. Um, and I'll be seeing him when I head back home uh, clean um, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, he'll be here. Um, what else? Um, that's pretty much it. Seen... Um, Seen a great movie today. Um, I can't even think of the name. Uh, Issa Rae's movie and uh, Lakeith. Lakeith, you know, my man Lakeith. Um, I can't think of his last name for some reason. Stan- Stanfield? Sanfield? Something like that. Uh, Google my man, man. Google Google his last name. Because I don't want to get that wrong. But Shout out to them um, for sure. Great movie. Um, great love story. Um, it was good. It was great. It was a great movie. Uh, I enjoyed that. Um what else, man? Um, just, you know, like I said, man, spent a couple of hours like trying to get through all the damn technical difficulties of this damn podcast. Um, I'm just tired every time I <laughs> every time we come in and record, man, this is like a it's like a it's like a thing. But um, this just re- reminded me. Um, shout out to my girl Tyra, man, for lacing me with this new uh, this new beat for the uh, Minority Report. I got another one on deck, too. So I got like three and three and all. Um, so anyone of y'all out there, you know, any of you rappers, you R&B singers, you soul singers, if y'all might need a beat or something, man, my homegirl Ty, you know, she'll put y'all on. So 
Um, yeah, hit her up. Um, I'll have her information um, in the uh, in the link below. Yeah, so Lakeith Stanfield. So Issa Rae Lakeith Stanfield. What, what's the name of the movie? Photograph. The Photograph, yeah. So um, very good movie. Um, we'll talk about that later on in another episode. Uh, so, but first and foremost, like I said, we're just going to uh, sit here and get to know each other. Um, so first things first, me, I was born in Oakland, California. Shout out to the Bay Area. Um, I was born in Oakland, California. Um, I was raised in Colleen, Texas, uh, all the way until I was 18. Um, joined the Air Force at 18. Got stationed at Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, shout out to all my people <laughs> who I came up with uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Y'all mean the world to me. I mean, I became a man in Las Vegas, um, which is kind of ironic to say the least. But um, it, it, it um, I'm from clean. So I'm from a small town and pretty much getting thrown out there to Vegas in the midst of Vegas. Um, had to really start learning things fast at a fast pace. Um, but it was beautiful, man. I love it, man. That's my second home. I consider Vegas my second home. Um, and that's a little bit about me, uh, yourself, Sylvia. What's your background? <clears throat> Tell us. Well, I'm not military. <laughs> not but military. I was born in California. I would say I was California born, but Texas raised because okay. I've been here a long time. Same. Me too. And I lived in St. Louis as well for about four years. And what, what part of California? Um, L.A. L.A. Southern California. I have okay. family all Southern California. Okay. Um, Anaheim, Orange County. We got Pasadena, Long Beach, Riverside. Um, the whole SoCal, basically. SoCal. LA no, area. Nobody's in Northern California. So the Bay Area, yeah. Oh, we up there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we got that covered. I'll take the so. lower part. All right, right. Um, lived in St. Louis. Beautiful state. That was really Missouri? Pretty. Missouri. Well, okay. Beautiful city. Oh, what's that? it sounds like misery to me. <laughs> 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 it sure does. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I liked it a lot just because you actually got the whole four seasons. And that okay. was really beautiful. So living in San Antonio, we definitely don't have the four seasons. We get hot, hot, and hotter. So hey, That's what's up, man. I mean, I'm from Texas. so um, And you know, like I said, I lived in Vegas. So, I mean, that's we, we pretty much have the same seasons. It's just dry heat out there, um, which is kind of brutal. Um, you got to, like, literally lubricate your fucking uh, contacts, like, every 10 minutes it seems like but um that's cool man so california st louis um texas 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 is where it's at so um i'm gonna start by asking you a few questions how you feel about that (laughs) (laughs) anybody who knows me knows i really kind of i'm pretty private about my life it's all good, I mean. But you know, I'm good. We're good. Some light, man. Some light. You got, you know, got to let the let the audience know, you know, what we're about. So, question number one: What do you do? What do you do to get rid of stress? How do you handle stress? What do you do to get rid of stress? I would have to say that I use music for therapy a lot. Mm-hmm. That would be my first thing, honestly. Depending on my mood and what I need. Right. I mean, it can be anywhere from jazz to reggae to reggaeton to r&b soul i mean it just depends okay you know whatever the situation may be i really do use music for therapy um same 
just because it just kind of helps me to de-stress. Uh, I also do meditation now, though. Okay. So I've been doing the whole meditation thing about maybe two years. Okay. I started doing research. What, of, what does that really consist of? Meditate your type of meditation. What does it consist of? Are you like sitting in a in a in a in a in a quiet room, Indian style, your hands like this? Like <laughs> sometimes I do. Okay, sometimes, I'm just accent. That's all. That's all know, I'm, I'm like this. I actually <laughs> did it this morning. Hey, there you go. So I put my headphones on. I listen to. Um, something that I have saved on YouTube and okay. it's pretty much just positive affirmations okay and it's a whole 10 minutes okay and then after that I'm good I'm good to go and I honestly do it every every morning just to kind of help me that's good because I, I hear that um, that actually um, really helps a lot of people so it, I recommend it most definitely if you yeah 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 I researched and read that whatever you listen to in the morning for the first 20 minutes is really going to dictate how your day goes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, there's some uh, there's some validity to that. And I'll say that because, <laughs> yo, this shit is crazy. When I was in the Air Force, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it was straight Tupac. And, uh, <laughs> and my man, and, and DMX. Like, it, I mean, because it's like, what I noticed about myself back then when it comes to like the type of music I would listen to, like real aggressive music. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and when I looked back on it, I was like, yo, man, I was, I was wilding. But I, I think that's, oh, well, I know there's validity to that mm -hmm. because if I look, if I listen to Pac in the morning before I go to work, period, nine out of 10 times, I'm just like on my militant shit and I'm not really trying to, <laughs> and it was, it wasn't, it wasn't good. I mean, I mean, people didn't respond well to it. To a point to where I had to really stop listening to Pac altogether um, throughout my day because um, he'll he'll put me in a type of mood or you know uh, his music his music helped me get through a lot so it'll put me back to a place where I never want to be again so um, yeah man so I don't I don't really listen to his music current date um, every now and then but yeah so back in the day I get up put on the Pac matter of fact my alarm be set to the Pac man and uh, it, it'll come on and uh, Pac DMX the lock styles p man it was just like real aggressive real really really aggressive music man and uh so yeah there's validity to that i believe that yeah so when uh you know learning and researching it's the first 20 minutes kind of sets your day mm -hmm. you know so what i do is while well, i'm getting i mean sometimes it's just the first thing i do in the morning right. i sit there and just kind of listen to what it's telling me the affirmations kind of repeat what the affirmations are and that sets the day and honestly it does make me feel better right or i'll do it while i'm getting dressed putting on my makeup okay um i'll listen to some kind of positive quotes or you know i have kind of not scriptures but something i think you know some little things that i have written down and okay. kind of just reiterate them for myself every single day you know you can also go to um ask coach dre on instagram because <laughs> uh that guy, he does a lot of, you know, <laughs> positive messages and inspirational messages and quotes in the morning as well for uh, people to hear as well. So yeah. ask Coach Dre on Instagram. I mean, I got to know a little bit something about everything that's going on. I mean, so, yeah. Um, but that's good, though. So um, I, I do that as well. I try to, um, all, when I get up in the morning, man, I try to, um, you know, find something, find something inspirational to... Yeah. Uh, to, that speaks to myself and that I could lend to the masses as well. So um, I think that's that's something good to uh, 
that's something good to be a part of your routine in the morning. Most definitely. I think that's, I would say it's like, um, and they state the first thing you should do in the morning is drink room temperature water, which Facts. I do. So I always have a whole water bottle in yeah. the morning. So I kind of feel like it's just feeding your soul. I mean, we I need, agree. everybody needs it with the way life is and everybody's all over the place and things get crazy and Most a lot of that. people deal with depression, anxiety, PTSD, different things that are out there, you know, or they're just under a lot of pressure from work as well that right. you Most need definitely. to feed your soul in the morning before anything else. I agree. Because you got to do yourself love. You can't love anybody else <laughs> if you can't love yourself. You're right. So you definitely need to do things to love on yourself. I agree. Which the other thing I do is work out. Okay. I love I love working out. I work out pretty much every day. Um, I don't post it on Facebook and Instagram every day, but mm -hmm. trust me, I'm at the gym every day. And That's it's, what's up. It's just beautiful. It's a great thing. Rises the endorphins. Feels good, and I definitely recommend it. I definitely do. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I finally got back into working out and stuff about a couple weeks ago. Um, actually inspired by yourself and um, a few others. Um, and yeah, man, I feel, I always feel a lot better when I get that done and, um, it just, it just kickstarts my day and it makes me feel great, man. It, it just really does, man. And I miss that feeling of, of just that, just working out, running, running is my thing. So I run a lot. Um, I'm a runner, um, football player turned runner. <laughs> um, but I love it, man. I do. I, well, I have a love hate relationship with it. Um, I picked up a bike as well, man. Um, just, you know, to add more cardio to, uh, to my regimen because that's how I lose weight mm -hmm. and I'm results driven. I'm in like really results driven. So, um, I know that cardio is a large part of what I do. Lifting weights and stuff. I mean, that's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> I got enough muscles or used to have enough muscles. So. Um, no, nah, that's not a concern of mine, but I do do it though. I do do strength training, um, uh, just to, just to keep everything intact and shit. So, um, yeah, that works, man. So that's that. So working out, meditation, music, that's um, anxiety, yeah. yeah, I do, I do two out of the three, man. Uh, I haven't, I haven't started meditating yet. Um, music, it takes work. Yeah, no, I, I mean, cause I gotta be able to turn this off and I really can't ever turn this off. So um that there there lies that problem so um but yeah so that's that you question for me what, what what's, what's on your mind what made you start working out what made me start working out um it was shit what motivated you <laughs> uh well i was just telling my nephew this i i told my nephew kike this uh yesterday matter of fact i was like yo man um i started doing the uh podcast and, <laughs> I really know. And yeah, that's what it was, man. I started doing a podcast, and I started looking at myself, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like, this motherfucker look like Jabba the Hutt over here, <laughs> right? And then once you came along, and then like, it's like, "Yo, y'all need to get my life together." So, um, because I mean, um, we everybody knows the camera adds about ten pounds, right? But when I'm sitting there looking at myself, and I'm just like, "Wow, this is this shit is crazy to me." Um, and just health reasons, man. You you gotta be, you gotta be healthy. Um, when you especially, I'm let all y'all know right now, man. Once you hit forty, your metabolism it pretty much flatlines and shit. So it's like, yo, you gotta work that much harder. And I, I was already out of shape before I hit forty, so I'm not using that shit as an excuse. 
So just know that, um, yeah, man, it flatlines at 40. You got to work that hard, that much harder to, um, to, you know, to, to keep up, to work out. Um, and then, you know, my daughter, man, I got to be able to keep up with her, man, because um, she's full of energy. And it's just like, yo, man, I mean, I don't want to rob her of, you know, her childhood. I don't want to not be able to, you know, play ball with her or run with her, jump rope, whatever the hell she wants to do. I want to be able to do it with her and I want to be able to teach her how to do it without having to take a damn breath every fucking 10 seconds because <laughs> I'm fucking out of shape. And um, like, yeah, man, I don't want to be doing that. And she over there concerned about me and shit. <laughs> Thinking I'm about to check out on it. So, nah, man, it's just... So, those are really the, the, the motivating factors. Um, the podcast, my daughter, yourself, um, just my health, man. It's just the health in general, man, man. I got to get... I, I knew I had to get right, so... Health is well. Health is well. And health is well, for sure. That is absolute. So, that's that. Um, tell me something that you're obsessed with. Probably working out. Working out? Yeah. You're obsessed with working out. Um, that's good. That's a good, that's a good obs obsession to have. Yeah, All I right? would say working out. Working out? That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Working out it is. I'm not obsessed with that shit, y'all. So, <laughs> not at all, man. I, I mean, mean, I sometimes I won't go out if I, I'm yeah. like, no, nah, I can't go out. I got to go work out in the morning. Yeah, that's what's up. That's so. good, though, man. I mean, like I said, if... If it's going to be any obsession to have, I mean, working out is a good one, so. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's not a bad um, thing. I know some of my friends get annoyed with it, but I don't think people understand that as we get older, you know, I want to live. And with living means that I want to be able to move and do what I, right, you know, right. what I want to do. If I right. want to drop it down low when I'm dancing, I want to be able to do that. <laughs> you know, these are some strong <laughs> But, um. Yeah, so you have to take care of yourself because it's either you take care of yourself now and eat healthier or you're going to be right. in the hospital on medication, after medication, right. after medication. And I see a lot of people doing that and that's not the lifestyle that I want to live. I really don't. Right. So health is wealth, you guys. It really is. Health is wealth. So there you go, man. So it's good to know. Working out. It's not my obsession. I don't even think I have an obsession. I'm a... I'm, I'm a, I'm obsessed with um with my peace, man. I know, like um and I, I've been that way for for years, but um after like I said my 2019, man, that was like one of the roughest years to date for myself. But after that, after going through that, um I pretty much I pretty much uh, promised myself, man, like nothing's going to ever fucking interfere with my peace again. Um, so I'm, I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with my peace and my happiness. That's what I'm obsessed with. Because I feel like if I'm at peace and I'm happy with myself, everything around me is going to be taken care of. You know what I mean? So um, I guess that that would be the only thing that I'm obsessed with. Um, if you would have called me two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. That wouldn't have been my answer, you know, at all. Um, shit, I was obsessed with fashion, clothes, shoes, money, cars, um, all things luxury. <laughs> like, that's the shit I was obsessed with, and that shit's stupid, it's pointless, and I had all of that shit, man, and, and but I didn't have no peace, and I didn't have, and I wasn't happy. So, and that was the thing, man, just, um, 
buying all those things and shit um, to, to, f to fulfill a temporary void and shit, um, you realize, I mean, not quickly, because obviously I didn't realize quickly, but you'll realize in due time, like, none of that shit really matters and yeah. shit. It's I mean, tangible, but... Yeah, most definitely. So, nah, man, I mean, my peace and my happiness is something I'm, I'm obsessed with. Um, that's what it is, man. I think I would have to say, though, that I get my peace and happiness from working, working out. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah it makes, and it makes sense, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I said in the previous question. Like, yeah, man, I feel so much better when I do so, man, when I start my day off like that way, man. And um, uh, I'm getting to the point now like, I usually never work out on weekends, um, like, never, but I love the fact that I'm getting to a point to where I was before that when I don't work out, I feel guilty. So I get my ass up and I go do what I do, and sometimes I overdo it and shit. You let my best friend, one of my best friends tell us, she, she'll, tell, she'll tell me all the time, yo, you need to chill, you need to ease into it and shit, and I'm just like, nah, I mean, I don't know no other way. Go hard, go home and shit, you know what I mean? So... Um, but yeah, man. So yeah, I, that's true, man. I mean, it brings me uh, peace and happiness as well. So that's why I get out there and I try to get out there and do it now. So that's it, man. Okay. So my question for you is, what are you excited about this year coming up? What am I excited about this year coming up? Well, I mean, um, what, but this year, yeah, it's uh, this year. But you know, I'm just excited about the opportunities that uh, I feel that this podcast is gonna. Um, bring to me um, I'm excited about just I'm excited about the unknown um, I'm always excited about learning and shit um, that's just my shit um, I like to learn shit especially um, I guess being a budding entrepreneur or whatever you want to call it um, I'm, I'm excited I'm excited about learning I'm excited about learning about what this uh, where this podcast is going to take me um get back in school um as well um so i'm excited about that uh but yeah i'm, I'm just excited about like i said i mean with this i'm just excited about the podcast because it's something i was trying to do for like two years now um i put it off for two years finally got it started in the at the end of uh december and um nine episodes in um and we're only getting better so um the better i get the more excited I'm going to be about it. And um, that, that's me. That's what I'm excited about this year. Um, and I think my daughter, man, I think she, uh, I think we're going to put her in a school at some point this year. She's ready. I mean, but you know. She's two. No, she's three. Three. She's three, but uh, um, yeah, she's ready though, man. So we got to get her in pre-K. We got to get her in something. So yeah. Um, but so those are things I'm excited about this year in itself so um tell me uh three words that best describe you <clears throat> choose wisely <laughs> ambitious okay intriguing okay and loving Ambitious, intriguing, and loving. It's good. It's good stuff, man. Um, I don't have no questions about any of those things. So. <clears throat> I heard her. Um, so I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, I don't... I don't... <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's it, man. Um, 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What is your goal with working out? My goal with working out is um, I want to lose 25 pounds. I want to lose 25. Uh, yeah, I want to lose 25 pounds. I want to get back to my. Um, I want to get back to my uh, 205, 210 range. Mm-hmm. I want to get back there because um, I felt the healthiest at that weight. Um, I'm a former former fashion addict. And um, it's funny because when I worked out before and I was like really into it, I only did it to fit in my clothes correctly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why. It wasn't, about, it wasn't about no health. It wasn't about no kids. It wasn't about anything. It was strictly to fit in my clothes correctly. So with that being said, um, yeah, it's about losing the weight and it's about the, 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 um, the health aspect of it. Um, but I like, like I, I do, man. I like to be able to fit in my clothes correctly. And being that I have like a whole damn closet full of clothes that I can't wear. Um, yeah, man. I, and by the time the summer comes, I'm want to shut this shit down again, man. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, lose 20, 20 to 25 pounds. And I'm going to do it. So, um, that's my, that's my, my journey. And then, of course, like I said, just to get healthier in general, man. I mean, I want to be, like I said, I want to be able to play with my daughter, man. And um, do what we got to do, whatever it is we got to do. And she's a lot of energy, so <laughs> shit, man. She be wearing me out, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I can, I can somewhat keep up now. But like I said, she's young, man. But when she gets older, man, it's like, yo, she gonna get stronger and it's like faster. And I'm like, yo, I gotta be able to, I gotta be able to keep up with her, man. So that's that's the goal, man. Just just to be healthy, man. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to live and uh, and really live, man. I don't want to be confined to my fucking house or. Or not being able to be be active, um, because honestly, I think that's just a slap in the face to people who aren't able to do it because of whatever reason, um, real health reasons, or you know, uh, war vets who you know who've lost a limb or something like that. Um, I mean, we got our two legs and our two arms, and we're able. I think we should be out there enjoying this life because there's less fortunate people out there who who would trade places with us any day. So I think about that a lot too. <clears throat> I was at the gym one day. I don't know what it's called, but of course they have, you know, the TV screens up. Mm-hmm. And there was, it was in Hawaii. And there was a, I think I'm going to say, I don't know if there were veterans or amputees mm-hmm. or whatever the situation was. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of people who didn't have limbs. Right. And they were in some type of marathon. Oh, that's what's up. And I was like, wow. Yeah, man. But I was that... like, no. And they have no excuse. There's no excuses. So I'm telling you. I was like, wow. That was yes. amazing. Yeah, man, there was this one guy that, um, I don't know. He just kind of hit a spot in my heart. And I tried looking him up. Mm-hmm. on you know just on the news and stuff like that or instagram facebook just thinking maybe i would find him and i couldn't find him but his story their stories were all amazing oh, yeah most definitely man. there was That's one funny. lady who had her child with her hmm. she had a little attachment mm-hmm. on the bike mm-hmm. and i was like what yeah man it's, it's real out there man yeah. so um just that in itself man it, it, uh, it'll motivate you to want to be like i said just to live life not just be sit just be merely existing mm-hmm. in this thing we call life it's like yo get out there and get out there and enjoy it um get your people out the house man and just just get get moving get moving like get for moving. real yeah most definitely so um that'll be that man so if you were to open a business 
what kind of business would it be? Well, the first one that I want is my own t-shirt line. Okay. So you know that one. Mm-hmm. They don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I want my own t-shirt line. Plan on working on that. That's the goal. I'm excited. That's okay. probably what I would say I'm excited about this year. Okay. Um, I don't own a business, but that's definitely what I want to do. Okay. Um, I would love to be an entrepreneur and also give back and help other people. And you do, you're a stylist now? What, what do you do? Well, I teach. You, you so, teach cosmetology. Yeah, I teach cosmetology. So okay. anything in the cosmetology range, I can teach. So I'm good there, but that doesn't make you the money you want. It's nice. It really is nice teaching and helping, especially when you see someone who didn't understand and they grasp, right. you know. Had an aha moment. Yeah, they have right. aha moments. and They just have good understandings. I actually had one of my students um, send me a message on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Let me pull it up. But it touched me, and I was like, that's nice, and I love teaching. I really, really do. <clears throat> but it just doesn't pay enough. It doesn't pay enough for the lifestyle that I, I you know, I want. And what lifestyle is that? <laughs> if I could just give back and help people, and I didn't have to work, that's what I would do. That's what's up, man. Um... Yeah. I mean, even just little things like volunteering, like whatever it is, whatever I could do to help people is what I would do. You ever, um, what's the word I was looking for, man? You ever, um, you, oh, so you ever thought about going into business for yourself as far as the cosmetology field? I've thought about it. A lot of people have told me to do it. Um, it would be the esthetician round route though which is having to do with the skin mm -hmm. um because we all want to look like j-lo <laughs> this is true <laughs> including myself <laughs> i mean who doesn't want to look Straight like j-lo yeah, you yeah. know including myself <laughs> and so. i get i let me touch on that subject i get upset because a lot of people want to state and talk about surgery automatically. Mm -hmm. Oh, she had kids. She must have had a tummy tuck. Or, you know, she did this or she did that. Or she was fat and she had a big booty and she got a lipo. Like some of the crazy stuff that has gone mm -hmm. on and been said about her is crazy to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? That I mean, J-Lo's J-Lo. She's been like that. You just hating on her. Okay. I can't find it. But anyways, <laughs> going back, um, looking like J-Lo who doesn't want to look like that. What people don't understand is we have so many things going on in mm -hmm. the skin line or in the, you know, in the esthetician world that we didn't have before. You know, um, we eat differently as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, apparently JLo doesn't really do carbs. She doesn't do caffeine. She does a lot of fruits, vegetables and protein, but she doesn't do sugars and things of that nature. Right. And sugar, anything white is really bad for us to begin with. In <laughs> Never mind. Sugar, bread, it's not good for us. It's going to yeah. turn into fat. Gotcha. And it's aging us. So I don't think that a lot of people are aware of that. So yes, if it were, would be, honestly, I would love to do it in the aesthetics world. Because so do it's, it. It's all about skin. So do it. Hey, you need money. Okay. <laughs> I got you, It's, it's going to come. It's going to come. Most definitely. Most definitely. Here you go. Okay. So for me, my question is, if you could take a vacation anywhere in the world, where would you go? 
Santorini, Greece. Yeah, we'll go to Santorini, Greece, um, only because my best friend been to Santorini, Greece. Uh, Rick Ross is actually going to put me on to Santorini, Greece. <laughs> um, but, you know, just seeing, you know, that video of, you know, Greece. And like I said, my, my best friend actually went there and uh, it's beautiful. So I would go there. Um, um, I would go to all the Caribbean islands as well. Um, I also wanted to go to Japan. I still want to go to Japan as well. Um, that was my only assignment that I uh, put um, when I was in the Air Force. I wanted to go to Japan. That was my only assignment I wanted to go to, but um, I didn't make it out there. But um, but yeah, uh, Greece by far is top of the list. And then everything else um, under that, but um, I recommend, man, I try to tell people all the time, I mean, um, travel as much as you can. I mean, even if it's to another state, even if it's another city, I know people who haven't left their city um, before and that's crazy um, so yeah man you know <laughs> and I know a lot of people are like well you know they can't afford it but y'all be out there buying them motherfucking $240 Jordans you know what I mean <laughs> so um, nah man priorities man go see the world man because them Jordans just gonna keep you on your block or in your neighborhood man you could $240 that's a bus ticket you could take a bus somewhere um, out of state for $240 so um, yeah, man, I mean, I recommend that to every, and, and it just, um, it just makes you a more worldly pe person um, as a whole, whole when you travel, um, just you, you subject yourself to different things, different cultures, different environments and stuff, um, and that in itself will help you get further in life, um, just that in itself, so uh, traveling is like top priority for myself, um, I love it, I love to travel, um yeah it's, it's real man so that's 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 me yeah i think i answered that right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so uh santorini greece so um what's a controversial opinion that you have what? say it don't be scared man we ain't here to be scared <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have my thoughts about a lot of things, but I can't think off the top right now. You can't think of anything, anything uh -huh. that's controversial? I mean, yeah, I don't want to talk about religion or politics, so I'll, I'll let that one go. You sure? Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> On another episode. Facts. <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, and understandable as well. So, no, no, you're not going to give me one? Mm -mm. All right, well, let's see. I don't have that right now that I can think of. I'm sure she does, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. It's you. Okay. So. What is something you have not done in life that you want to do? Something I haven't done in life that I want to do. Yeah. Um, travel to those places that I said travel. I wanted to travel. Um, other than that, I mean, I pretty much, um, I'm doing, I'm living out, I'm living out my dream uh, currently and have been for a couple of years now as far as um, helping others, man. Helping others and uh, helping them with things um, through my, just my line of work. 
And with me, man, I just had to, like I said, I had to realize what was important to me in order to get to where I am right now. Because, um, like I said in one of my other podcasts before, it's like I'm probably making less money than I've made my whole adulthood. Um, but I traded all that fucking money for, like I said, peace and happiness, man. It's like I don't got to. I don't got to, you know, clock into a nine to five. I ain't got to worry about somebody telling me what to do and when I can and co- can't go home. When I can and can, if I can go to the restroom and shit, I don't got time for that. <laughs> and that's no knock to, that's not a knock to anyone who does have their nine to five. It's just that, nah, man, I can't, I'm, I'm, that's not my thing. I'd rather try to um, blaze another way for myself and others, man. And um, But like I said, um, it's pretty much I traded the money for the DMs, for the messages, for the texts, for the calls that I get uh, from people around the world pretty much telling me my episode helped them through this or whatever, something I posted helped them through, whatever helped them through. Um, That's the shit that I like, man. That's the shit that fulfills me. And that's the work that I've known since Shit, I've known it since the beginning of time that that's what I'm here for. Um, but for the greater part of thirty some odd years, I was chasing money, so I really couldn't, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking put the money on pause and go pursue what it is I really want to do and shit. Because ne- there was never in a fucking never in forty one years of my life did I ever say I wanted to be in retail management. I've never said that in my life. I probably, or I wanted to be fucking security or or any of that shit. I never said that in my life. I always knew that my purpose was to help other people. Um, so that's what I do, man. I mean, that's what I'm here for. Man. I'm here to help, um, to offer my two cents whenever, whoever needs it, man. I mean, that's what I'm here for. So that's it, man. That's me, man. I mean, so I don't have any like checklists or um, what's that fucking list called? Not a checklist, a uh, bucket list. I don't have a bucket list outside of traveling. And that's the only thing on my bucket list is fucking has to do with traveling and shit. Um, that's on my bucket list. Everything else in life, um, I pretty much, I pretty much uh, accomplished everything I set out in life to do. And I only had one mission when I was coming up in life, and that's to be successful. And I've been successful 55 million times over, in my opinion. Um, and my opinion is the only one that matters when it comes to my success. <laughs> Because it's how I measure success. You know what I mean? You're right. So um, now that I've reached the point that I'm at, I mean, I'm successful. Because I finally got to where I want to be. And this is where I want to be. I want to be doing this. I want to continue to help people. I want to. Well, I guess another thing is I want to be able to um, I want to be able to travel the world to uh, inspire others, man. I don't want to say be a fucking motivational speaker. I mean, cause these niggas and wore that shit out, man. And like the gig is up, man. Like everybody in their fucking mama's a motivational speaker and shit, but that's not my aim and shit. It's like really to be out there and really touch the people, man. And really, uh, share my story with them and share, you know, not only my story, but some of my friends and family's story and shit. Um, because people got, people need to understand that, um, there's people out there who've been through what they've been through. And there's people out there who's, came out on top didn't have to go to the legal right i mean the, the illegal route didn't have to do you didn't have to you know compromise who they were um they just stuck with the process man they just stuck with the process 
And yeah, a lot of us, including myself, man, shit, I fell on my face four billion fucking times. But I got up four billion and one fucking times. You know what I mean? So um, that's what it's all about. So um, yeah, as far as the bucket list, it's just, it's just traveling um, and just keep helping people, man. I mean, that's it. That's, that's the only thing I want to do and what I, wanna, what I want to accomplish. So um, who had the biggest impact on you as a person and the person you've become? I would have to say my son. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like I said, I don't share a lot of my life with people. I'm pretty private, but um, I got pregnant at 15, had him at 16. And I looked back and I was like, dang, you were strong. Like, my mom was afraid I was going to drop out of high school. So she would help me with him if I was tired or something because mm -hmm. I worked as well. Mm -hmm. But never in my mind did I think that I was going to drop out of high school. And I think she thought that because she dropped out of school. Mm -hmm. But that never even was a thought at all. Um, he definitely has helped me to grow and change as a person that um, I love now. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. Man. My daughters do the same for me. So um, they actually um, they gave me a whole different perspective on just women in general. Like, I'm a girl dad, so, um, but I've, I've never wanted anything other than girls, so, <laughs> that, that, if that tells you anything about me, um, never wanted no boy, I ain't got time for that sucker shit, not that, <laughs> not that anyone who has boys is, you know, whatever, I just honestly, uh, and I tell people this all the time, I didn't, I didn't really think I would be able to love my son like I would love my daughters, because it's something about teaching a boy how to be a man, that you gotta have some type of structure and what, like, well, my daughter is not to get me wrong, I mean, because I'm, I'm raising them to be independent women, but I could love on them as much as I wanna love on them, shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, my son, I probably had to punch him in his chest, tell him to get right real quick. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, that's just what I think and stuff, man. But, um, so God, like, God knew what he was doing when he gave me girls and shit. He knew, and he knew, he probably knew that's what I needed, though, too, you know, to soften me up, to, you know, soften my edges up and shit. Um, because yeah, man, they gave me a whole different perspective on just women in general and how I would treat women, how I would, not that I've ever treated women bad, yeah. um, but like how I would talk about them, how I would talk in their presence and shit. It's like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I know I'm not supposed to curse in the presence <laughs> of a woman, but it's 2020, man, and I've been doing this too long. Um, but there's no disrespect to no, none of them, not no, to you either, Sylvia. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I mean, so... I really, um, yeah, man, so I feel you when you say that, like, your, your son, yeah, my daughter's for me, um, very impactful, um, but for me, man, I had a few people very impactful for me in my life, so, uh, yeah, man, I mean, I've been through some trials and tribulations, man, so, uh, and I hold all of those people dear to me, um, but yeah, my daughter's, uh, I would say, um, had given me the, be the, the biggest adjustment in life. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, I put my son first because obviously he would be the main one when I think back that started and helped me to change and grow as a person. Yeah. The funny thing is that, um, unlike you, <laughs> I have a boy, mm -hmm. I'm a boy mom and, um, I didn't want to have a boy like literally. And my son knows this. And so I, I'll, you know, I'll go ahead and talk about it. 
but um this is just for people who feel the same way i felt like i literally i had a brother mm -hmm. okay and my mom was a tomboy boy mm -hmm. so i just wanted a girl i guess because i didn't have a sister okay. and my mom was not girly at all so i kind of felt alone so when i did become pregnant and they told me that i was having a boy i literally cried <laughs> like somebody died i cried i cried <laughs> so hard and so so bad that my mom started crying and the nurse started crying because they thought that something was wrong with me and i was like no i just didn't want to have a boy i wanted a girl but um i feel you on that i feel like that's what i was given was what i needed because growing up the way i did i would have to say that i didn't see a lot of good men okay and i wanted to raise a good man mm -hmm. and i'm very proud of my son like he's a gentleman and it's funny because he's 23 and he teaches me things or helps me to kind of chill because, you know, I'm a fire sign. You know, I'm a little rambunctious. I'm out there. I like to have fun. I'm a little wild. Not as wild as I was when I was young, but he's helped me a lot. And he's very cool, mm -hmm. calm, relaxed, you know, he's intelligent, you know. That's good, man. So, so. just raising him and now at the point of life where he's a young man mm -hmm. i feel like he's going to be able to kind of teach me things now okay but anyways yeah i mean and yeah that's true man i mean we're, we're never too old to stop learning um mm -hmm. and you can learn from the youngest person i like to tell you i learn from my daughter all the time <laughs> man i mean for real man she's she's that good um so yeah i mean i feel you on that so yeah. um we're going to introduce a new segment um, it's called the final report. Um, in this final report, uh, we're gonna just um, just want I feel in, I feel it's important to give people their flowers while they're still alive. So um, I asked Sylvia and I told her what I what I had a, what the plan was for this segment, and it's basically just to uh, give someone in our lives that who who has had an impact on us. And um, just to let them know that they're appreciated. So, um, for me, my first one it goes out to um, to my brother Tito, man. Uh, to my brother Tito, um, I had a conversation with him yesterday. Uh, he came into town, and um, it was um, man to see this guy's growth, man, and um, to see like how far he's come. Um, it's nothing short of brilliant and beautiful to me. Um, and Tito, man, because Tito was very instrumental in, in, in me being who I am today because I, don't, I think that if it wasn't for him and his family taking me into their household when shit, man, I mean... <laughs> I mean, let's face the reality, man. I'm some black kid uh living on the streets man when they um when they, when you know when mommy took a chance on me and um you know he convinced his moms to you know take me into the to to his family and um shit man throughout the years i mean we've 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 had our you know we've had our issues and everything um but regardless of everything man i mean he's always been there for me he's always held me down um and vice versa i've always been there for him um, but so 
my flowers, my appreciation, my everything uh, goes out to Tito Bonilla and the rest of the Bonilla family. Um, but I really appreciate you, Tito, man. I appreciate everything you've done for me. The knowledge, the, um, the uh, just being there for me, man. I mean, that, that uh, I mean, and you know this already because I'm not one to uh, uh, hold my feelings in or anything like that. I mean, I feel like if I have something to say to you, I'm going to say it, good or bad. But, um, so you know, man, and well, if you didn't know, um, you know now, and uh, I, I hold you in the highest regard, um, period, man. I mean, you're an inspiration to me, man. You motivate me, you inspire me. Um, you're nothing short of great to me, man. And the work that you're doing now and the things that you told me yesterday, man, I mean, I salute that. I stand by that, of course. Like, and it's funny, man, because you and I, we didn't have a conversation about the things you're doing now, nor the things that I'm doing now. We haven't spoke about it in a while, but it's kind of funny that um, the things that we're doing run parallel to each other. You're helping people, I'm helping people. You know, we, we just, that's us though. We, we help people. That's what we come up doing, so. I love you, man. I appreciate you. And um, that's my final report. Sylvia? Okay, so <laughs> this is our first one, right? That's right. And um, <clears throat> it's going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know if I'm blushing enough, but. Me and Dre have known each other like three or four years. But, yeah. What is it four years? Mm -hmm. I think it's four years. Mm -hmm. I would say About probably that. four years. And um, I'm just excited for his podcast. And I'm excited that he asked me to join him. So I have to thank you for that. You know, <laughs> I have to thank you for having me, up, you know, to be a part of your vision, your goals, your, your dreams, to be a part of that for anybody to ask somebody to be like, hey, you want to join? I mean, it, well, I was I like, that. okay, wow. Well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Threw me for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still growing, so you're gonna have to bear with us as we learn and we grow. And That's most it's definitely. gonna be exciting because we're at episode nine, so I can only imagine what we're at twenty-nine and fifty-nine and ninety-nine. Yeah, most definitely, man. I'm excited. I'm excited the about that too. I'm yeah. A, yeah, me and Dre have a lot in common. Um we both love helping people. We both wanna make a change in the world and yes. We just want to spread love, you guys, and we want you guys to love each other as well. So, definitely have to thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, well, I appreciate you know, that. You got me motivated too. Hey, I thought I was a great motivator, but hey. you inspired me as well. So, shout out to Dre. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that for real. That, that means a lot. No, that really does. So, no, I appreciate that. And, um, you guys, that was our final report, man. So, Minority Report, episode number nine, uh, get to know me better. Um, shout outs, man. Um, shout out to the Spotify listenership, the iTunes listenership, the Anchor app, the Anchor FM listenership, Google Play, Google, uh, Google Play. Um, what else? What else? We on um, YouTube, our YouTube viewership. Um, you guys, please like, subscribe, share, tell your people. Yes. Um, Help us out. Help us out a little bit. Greatly appreciate it. Um, anything else? Thank you for joining us, for sure. Yes, always. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I know this episode here was kind of, you know, kind of kind of light, but we'll get back into it uh, next week uh, with um, 
some hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. I forgot that um I forgot it was All-Star Weekend. Yeah, I forgot it was All-Star Weekend. The game probably on already that went off. Uh I missed the dunk contest yesterday. I missed everything, man. But it was all love, man. I was with my people, man. So uh I love that, man. So um Valentine's Day. Um hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. Um I took my daughter out for Valentine's Day on a date. Um she's crazy, but uh other than that, I mean that's yeah man. It, it was a beautiful it was a beautiful weekend, man. Um started off with Valentine's with my daughter. Like I said, I got to see my brother who I ain't seen in four years. Came in from Germany. Um me and Sylvia, we kicked it today, man, trying to figure all of this out, man. It's been it's been, been a, a day. It's been a day. <laughs> it's been a hell of a fucking day. But we tired. Yeah, we tired, man. But um, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, thank you. Um, see you next week on the Minority Report. Dre, Sylvia, signing out. Peace and love, y'all. Peace.